Well, hey, if if uh, if you're listening to this, you are checking into the Fort Dodge Leadership Podcast, and we're excited that you're joining us. This is the first ever conversation podcast that we're having. That's right. Uh, Nathan and I are sitting here in the recording studio, aka my office, uh, and coming at you uh, hopefully soon in real time. Uh, it's not live. If it is that you're you've got something weird going on uh, that we don't know about, <laughs> you're bugged in here yeah. somewhere. We don't know where. <laughs> But hey, we're um, the reason why we're having this conversation is uh, we want to unpack uh, a tool really to have crucial conversations as leaders, whether we're staff uh, or we're high level volunteers or even at times just leading peers, like having real conversations with our with our mm-hmm. peers. Yeah. And honestly, even in our homes, <laughs> there's just this reality that like having these conversations, uh, a lot of times the reason we don't have them is because we don't know how. Um, you know, it's, it's probably always uncomfortable. I mean, I can say after being in ministry for 15 years, uh, like these never necessarily get easier. Uh, but, but I, I have more confidence now than I did before because I can come in more prepared. Yeah. I mean, what, what would you add to that? Yeah. Yeah. Like we all know we like need to have crucial conversations sometimes and yet they're, they're rarely fun. Mm. Um, they sometimes have great results, but like, at least for me, like these are not natural. Like, yeah. th- this is a thing that I have to do by discipline and I've definitely done them poorly. Yeah. You <laughs> so, and me both. So I think <laughs> kind of our goal is partly just to, to help, uh, just help people like us who are, who are out there maybe listening that like, ah, oh, how, how can I do this better so yeah. that I dread it less so that I, so that the end result is good. Yeah. And I mean, before we jump in, like the, uh, doing them poorly probably really result. I mean, I, I can speak for myself. Uh, w- when I have crucial conversations uh, that, that uh, go poorly, it's usually because I just won it. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't evaluate this scenario uh, deep enough. Um, and so I won it and, and I, I'm either, I'm, I'm either winging it because uh, I'm, I'm uh, emotionally uh, just so connected that I feel like I've got to solve this right now. This thing's so broken and in result, like I'm too hot. Usually I'm too frustrated. And so I'm coming in with emotions that I shouldn't have. Uh, but I also just don't have, even if I don't have handwritten notes or even some type of notes as I go into that conversation, I have none. I, I don't even have mental notes going into that. Mm-hmm. I'm just coming in with really more of of an offense yeah, rather than a desire to shed light to what I believe is a broken situation. Right. Yeah. We see something in somebody else and it It'll, it'll stir something up like either we have emotion an emotional reaction ourselves to like whatever yeah. it is they're doing um or we have an emotional reaction to what their actions are doing to others yep. and we're trying to step in and lead well and yeah if we're just kind of like reacting yeah it usually doesn't go well yeah yeah <laughs> I, th- I think we all uh i mean the two of us and anybody listening could probably list off many <laughs> many experiences where crucial conversations didn't go well and it's probably connected to that uh, just that emotional baggage, uh, which which uh, enables us not to be prepared, which really then uh, you and I both have learned in a hard way. And we're going to share a little bit of this. But clarity is kindness. Mm-hmm. The more that we can come into these crucial conversations, you know, clarity is kindness all the time, all, all the time. But but in these crucial conversations, mm-hmm. cl- clarity is like it's the bread and butter. Yeah. Um, even if the person, even if you're revealing something that is going to be painful to hear. Um, uh, even if it's true, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if it's painful here at the end of the day, usually both parties can walk away going, uh, 
we're, we're good because clarity was there. And it's like, you love me enough to have this conversation. I loved you enough to put myself in an uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. to have this with you. Um, you know, so. Yeah. Uh, well, and that was something that going in bef- as we were preparing to what we were going to share t- mm. is uh, <coughs> we were talking about this verse, Proverbs 27, yeah. 6. And so it says, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. And the big idea there being that, like, yeah, if if we are willing to have that conversation, it, you know, not only on the, the giving end of, like, yeah, it's, it's being a good friend to mm-hmm. share some hard things, but then it's also, like, on the receiving end, it's good for us to remember, like, man, if somebody's coming to share this with me, yeah. It's because they love me. Yeah. Um. It's it's the it's the father who doesn't discipline their son yeah. that is the one who is unloving. It, and so yeah, it, it's kind of like uh, we need to reframe that and both become a little bit more willing to give feedback in a kind way and a clear way, yeah. but then also more willing to receive feedback too. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's uh, there is we there's always a risk. Are are, are we going to risk things staying the way that they are, uh, which is is probably dysfunctional, broken, hurting, whatever, whatever negative connotations going on there uh, or label that we can put on it? Or do we want to risk fruit, health, productivity? Um, And and so I think at the at, at the end of the day, what uh, really, what we want uh, uh, all of us to understand here at Prairie Lakes, uh, especially uh, in our leadership, is, hey, the more we're uh, willing to have these kind of conversations, uh, the, the healthier we're going to be as leaders, but also the people that we're leading, uh, even if they're not under our leadership. I think that's one of the things that I'm really jealous for, uh, for all of us to understand is uh, this, this isn't just going to apply to the ministry teams that we lead or responsible for. This is gonna. This, this is just good for relationships in general. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, let, let, let's just jump in here, Nathan. I want to turn it over to you. Just kind of mm-hmm. walk through this exercise, uh, or, or just through this tool, and then uh, both of us have a couple experiences that I think would be helpful for us to share um, of us being on the receiving end of how this tool uh, was used with us. So. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. So. Uh, this was from a presentation called Crucial Conversations that Chris Rigg, our mm. pastor of multi-site, or multi-site expansion, yep. gave to us. And so we are absolutely copying <laughs> from that. And uh, he was probably copying from someone else. Sure. So it's all good. Um, but he was talking about like if you picture a boat going through the water and that it has a wake and you imagine that V-shaped wake. Um, being the, the ripple effect of the boat going through the water. And so mm. all of our actions all of our leadership is like that boat and it has a wake, it has uh, repercussions. And he said, if you imagine one side of that V, one side of the wave is results. So the R is results. And that has to do with like your performance, like what got done. Yep. And then the other side of the V is relationships. So you have results and relationships. The relationship side is kind of like the health. Um, what, how are we Mm -hmm. together? How are we doing? Yep. And so, um, we'll sometimes lean more into results or relationships. We'll have a tendency towards focusing on one or the other. Yep. Um, but they're tied together. And um, the reality is like failing to have crucial conversations actually worsens both. Yeah. Um, and so, so then he kind of talked about this, this gap, like a relational gap and results gap. And, and he talked about the amount of time that passes from, 
from that impact, like if, if you think about the, again, the wake, if you're close up to that boat, the wake is, is kind of narrow, mm -hmm. but as it gets further and further out, like it's, it's spread and it's wide and it's, I mean, there's no stopping it at that point. Yep. Um, so we talked about how, like, if you're willing to confront right away, um, within, it, it kind of depends on the, uh, the situation, but like it might be within the day. Mm hmm it might be within a week or, you know, a, a good rule of thumb he kind of shared is like between now and the next time I see you. Like if, if you let too many of those next time I see you's go by and you, you leave something unaddressed, you know, then that weight gets wider and wider and there becomes a greater gap between like, man, when I finally do share this feedback with you of something I've observed, yep. the relationship is more and more harm. Like, why didn't you share this with yeah. me? Yeah. And the results have probably also worsened because they've continued to do the thing yep. and, or, or they did the thing and it hasn't been addressed and it's just festering. Yep. So, so that's kind of the, the big idea of why crucial conversations need to happen quickly yeah. and why they need to happen at all. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. It's uh, j just interrupt there. I mean, it's, it's, uh, even, uh, even, uh, just recognizing that if, if there's too many, uh, too much time, too many gaps in there before we address it, I think one of the, one of the places that I would say I've failed in the most is, uh, when I, when I come into a conversation to give feedback, when I finally, uh, mustered up the strength, I finally work through and have my notes all aligned. Uh, if it's something that really never did produce a big gap, I, I have created the gap before of just, you know, like, why didn't you talk to me about this then? Or why are you talking to me about it now? Because it didn't produce anything. Um, and so like, yeah, that's just a whole nother side of it for me. But uh, so uh, again, I think it's just like, hey, if, if we, if there is need to have a crucial conversation, let's take advantage of it when the need is real and it's, and, and it's uh, it's, it's a reality. Um, let's, let's make it important enough. It might not be urgent, uh, but let's make it important enough to say, I'm going to deal with this sooner than later. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. And, and keeping small things small, like yeah. if, if you just share it right away in, in a small, Hey, this, Hey, no big deal, but I just want to kind of give you some feedback on this. Yep. Um, it, it keeps the thing from sort of like becoming its own monster. Yeah. And, uh, and we've all seen that. Yep. happen and we, <laughs> it's no fun for anyone involved um yep. so so yeah the, that kind of idea of of addressing it quickly and and it's probably worth also mentioning i remember when chris shared this with us he talked to, he was sort of reframing the idea of the the sandwich model of feedback giving mm. he was talking about like hey yeah. a lot of us have heard this idea of like hey say something good and then in the middle of the sandwich say the, the negative thing, the criticism, and then follow up with something good, like a compliment and then a criticism and then a compliment again. Yep. And he was saying like, like there, it makes sense to our, our, our minds that like, okay, that, that probably is a good thing. Cause you know, you want to be more encouraging than discouraging, but he said it can send a confusing message yeah. that if you, if you're hearing twice as much complimenting yep. as criticism, <laughs> Oh, well some people are going to take that and be like, wow, I'm doing better than I am worse. You know, I'm, yep. uh, this is, I'm, I'm in good shape. There's probably nothing to fix here. Yep. Um, and then other people will have a different tendency and they, they won't feel that way. But um, I think one kind of way to approach that is like, yes, we want to be calling out your strengths more often than not. And, yep. and a, a lot of us, 
you know, are ill-equipped to step into a crucial conversation because we haven't spent the time yep. of noticing and appreciating and valuing positives that we see along the way. Yep. Um, but he was saying that like in that moment when you're giving that crucial feedback, um, that might not be the best time to, to do the sandwich method. Yeah. And not be confused. Well, yeah. And r- I mean, really at the end of the day, who's, who's the sandwich method for, I mean, it's, it's, it's not, I mean, from my experience, it's not for the one receiving the feedback or having that crucial conversation. It's the one that's giving it because we want to feel better. (laughs) You know, we're, we're too fearful. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to lose a friendship or, you know, whatever. And so I think, yeah, again, one of the best ways to deal with that is being prepared. And uh, really, that preparedness is the next thing that we, we want to talk about and, and uh, share with you, um, you know, in this model. And there's just really mm-hmm. four helpful steps. You want to un- un- unpack those for us? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So the, the four steps are, are this, to, to ask for permission, number one. Two, to state the behavior. Three, to state the consequence. And then four, ask for continued results. Yeah. So we'll give it to you again and then. We'll kind of walk through each one. So one, ask for permission. Two, state the behavior. Three, state the consequence. And four, ask for continued results. Um, So ask for permission. This is just like, hey, Kyle, can I give you some feedback right now? Yeah. Um, And the big idea there is that um, you're giving people uh, power in the conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. If you just come in and like, hey, I have feedback for you, like all of a sudden that person is on the defensive. Yep. Um, and and just the simple act of giving them the ability and the power in the conversation to say like, this might not be a good time for me. Yeah. Um, you don't know what's happened in their day or what just happened in that moment. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And 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 if the, you know. <laughs> not always and it might not even ever be the language that you feel comfortable using if it's not hey can i give you some feedback i mean find that tagline that works for you like hey can can we talk can i get five minutes with you i mean five minutes should be more than enough time to to talk with somebody um uh giving them uh, some feedback having that crucial conversation you know you want to keep it short and simple um but finding that comfort uh line but a lot of times it is, even if it's not intuitive or our normal language, say, hey, can I give you some feedback? Uh, that still usually is just an even playing field. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, it just gives them permission. We have no idea. Like you said, I mean, there's been plenty of times when people, when I've walked in and want to give somebody feedback and I, and I was not thinking about their frame of mind. Their heart might have been the target, but their frame of mind wasn't. What did they just hear? What do they got yeah. going on? Are they even just, are they just tired? you know right <laughs> so yeah so that's good yeah so um so that's asking for permission and it uh, every feedback you know that you give should yeah just start with that as a as a courtesy to them valuing them absolutely the the second one then is state the behavior and this is like in contrast to stating how you feel <laughs> or how you think they feel yeah um i think you're angry lately yeah would not be the way yeah uh to do it or like um you've been ticking me off yeah uh it yeah so or even i i don't i don't like how you do that yeah i mean if it if it's if it's if it's our opinion and it's it's not it's not a behavior that's wrong or broken mm-hmm. man it's 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 not feedback yeah it's, it's just expressing differences yeah exactly <laughs> there's no need <laughs> yeah so and and also like when so a behavior is a concrete thing. Hopefully you've observed it. Yep. Um, that's not always possible. Sometimes you've heard it from others. Sure. Um, but 
ideally you've seen something and then uh, you can go, like it may have caused all sorts of reactions in you or reactions in others, but rather than focusing on the reactions, focus on the thing that happened. Hey, yep. um, like, hey, can I share some feedback with you? Um, yesterday when you came late to practice, Okay, so it's like it's a clear thing that happened. It's not like yesterday when you really were kind of like uh, indifferent about practice. Mm. Like now, if I state it that way, I'm making an assumption about how they're feeling towards the practice. Like, yeah, and I, and I don't really know. They could have had like a legitimate excuse. Yep. Um, but yeah, focusing on on the behavior and and also even if you had like a bunch of things that you could share, like. Um, you, you might have a laundry list and, and sure. you've taken too long and, and here you are and there's like eight to ten things that you could yep. give feedback on. Even just keeping it simple and focusing on one Absolutely. behavior is really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you just, I mean, you, you kind of already uh, were right at the, the, the verge of saying three bec- just in your example. Hey, you've been late to practice. Sometimes, uh, s- sometimes that behavior, it's not, it's not two, three, four sentences long. It's one. Uh, when you did this, um, you know, and, and, and your that behavior stated. And so now you're ready to state that consequence. Uh, so like, yeah, what, what would that consequence maybe be if hey, yeah. you relate to practice? Yeah. What, what, yeah, know? exactly. So, Hey Eddie, can I, can I give you some feedback? Um, yesterday when you relate to practice, um, it caused us to be delayed, mm. uh, all night long. And so, uh, it, it didn't show value. Uh, to everyone else's time and, uh, and, and slowed them down. And, and, you know, there may be, there's a ton of different consequences for that. Yeah. Like, you know, the impact you're having on the team. Yep. Um, but again, it's, it's, uh, it, it's, it's still generous to just pick one, at least try to try to be as clear and as simple and pick one. Right. I mean, there's probably, like you said, even in that example, I'm sure you could come up with five, mm-hmm. uh, but but one's enough um, most of the time, you yeah. know. I mean, yeah. if, if if you need to really sock somebody with some feedback, you know, for <laughs> for a good reason, then maybe give them a couple. But realistically, I mean, you're you're just trying to level set. Hey, this was recognized and it's doing something mm-hmm. um, here. Um, yeah. So then then how would that conversation continue on? Because there's the fourth point of asking for continued results. Yeah. Yeah. So I've I've asked for permission. I've stated the behavior. I've stated the consequence. And now asking for continued results is like it it shifts it from like shame hey you should be ashamed because you were late and now there's no going back you know they can't get in the time machine and fix their their having been late so what you can give them is this like power and opportunity for change Um, you could say uh, i just ask that in the future uh, you show up on time can you can you do that can you Mm -hmm. commit to that and and now it's like yeah, they can't fix it, but they can make a change for the future. Yeah. If you're giving them possibility. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, and and to leave that out entirely also is a mistake. Like, hey, when you did this, it it kind of it slowed down our practice and it kind of it didn't value everyone else's time. Well, if you just stop there, it's like, yeah. well, now we're just we're at an impasse. We're yeah. stuck, and everyone feels rotten. Yep. Um, but yeah, this gives the power to change. And it's, yeah, and it's really weird to try to wrap up that conversation. I mean, if it, if like the two of us were having that conversation, it's like, okay, so now, now what, like, how do we end this? And, and, and then it's, it's awkward emotionally. It's awkward physically. Cause it's like, uh, so are we done? You know, like, 
what, what now? Yeah. You know? Uh, so it does. It it puts a it puts a period there. At the same time, I think one of the things that, that happens is uh, even if even if Eddie's behavior uh, isn't fixed the next time, there's a possibility. There's a, there's a much more likely chance that if Eddie's running late, he's going to text you instead of just showing up late. Yeah. Now, is it, did his behavior get better? Uh, it, it improved. It's not fixed, but at least you kind of know and you can and, and you're ready for that next. He's he's probably going to anticipate the next conversation at that point. Mm-hmm. At, at the same time, there's also a point uh, right after that, um, you know, asking for uh, some type of continued result where that person uh, now, because it uh, uh, even, even if it was an uncomfortable conversation with them, they might be able to say, man, can I tell you why I was late? They, they might feel like it. And and you yeah. th- then then the conversation moves a little bit more. You still had the conversation you needed to have, but you might find out, man, I I, I, I hit my neighbor's dog uh, or, you know, we had a flat tire or, you know, it wasn't just careless. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you still needed to have that conversation to, to level set to uh, just to make sure things were clear. But but now there's also just that side conversation that you can still have. Um, and that person can say it in a safe way without feeling like they're just making excuses. Yeah. Yeah. So there's something healthy about that, too. Yeah. You're giving permission. To yeah. That explain and absolutely and and sometimes they can't fix the behavior you know there's something outside of their power Mm -hmm. um yeah i I know it's a problem but i I don't know how to change it and yeah he he talks about like asking questions like uh, well what are you trying so far and now you're your allies with that person trying to help them problem solve it or yeah um whatever you've tried how's it working yep um you're definitely not in here to have a gotcha moment yep uh, you're really trying to coach and disciple. Absolutely. Um, yeah. 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 Cause if Eddie's reason for, for not being on time is that he can't get out of work. And for some reason he's never said that. Um, yeah. Now, I mean, you, you guys can troubleshoot that and figure out, uh, cause th- th- the direct answer isn't, well, sorry, you just can't be on the team then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, how do we work this out together or what? Yeah. Like what, what have you been trying? Yeah. Um, Hey, I think it'd be fair <laughs> before we just like put a bow on this and, yeah. and wrap up this podcast for us to share an experience uh, for both of us to share an experience of, of how this model has been used on us and just even be vulnerable. Cause I think sometimes uh, people can, can see leaders uh, peer leaders as just like, man, uh, you, you offer this and you're good at it, but I'm guessing no one ever has to give you feedback. And that is not true. We all equally know yeah. that every leader, uh, no matter where they're at in the stage uh, of life, uh, we still have to receive feedback. So mm-hmm. um, you, you want to share yeah, a time that yeah. you've received some? <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, thank you for the opportunity. Um, I'm going to have some feedback for you later. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the one that stood out to me uh, that that fit into all this, and, and it's been long enough that I, I don't know for sure that they but they but that they did this in the exact order. Sure. But, but it was kind feedback. And it was timely, and it resulted in a change. Yeah. So I was onboarding, getting ready to start this uh, this campus and start this job here at Prairie Lakes Fort Dodge. And I went to the Osage campus, and I was a producer. Uh, just it gave me an opportunity to try that role and learn and get feedback from them. Anyway, yeah. I was gung-ho. I was pumped, and I had so many ideas. We <laughs> hadn't done our first service yet here in Fort Dodge, so I was like, on the lookout for anything that could just make it better. And sure. I was thrilled to be there. Well, I was, I was really, um, like forward. I was, I was really aggressive <laughs> with all the different things that I was like changing and adjusting and, and coaching. I thought I was just rocking it. Yeah. 
Well, I got then this feedback later uh, from Matt Faulkner, and he he called me up and he's like, "Hey, I, um, I don't." He he really downplayed it, which I think helped. Yeah. Um, because it it wasn't going to be easy to hear, but <laughs> he said, "Hey, you know, it's no big deal here, but let me just say that." Um, I've gotten enough consistent feedback from the volunteers that were there and worked with you that it's probably worth sharing with you. Hmm. And so he he said, like, people kind of said you were pushy, that you were just like, you had so much feedback all the time, (laughs) like, you needed to relax. (laughs) And uh, he's he's like, do you get that kind of thing? Yeah, ouch. (laughs) Do you get that a lot? I was like, no, actually, like, I haven't. But I, I think I was just there was so much pent up enthusiasm to get to be a part of a worship service that I like, I had so many ideas. Um, so he shared that with me and it gave me the opportunity to reflect and it's, uh, I don't know that I've gotten fully better at that, (laughs) but like it, I definitely have been more aware of that. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, as easy as you could have been defensive because you're, you're new and you're trying to figure this thing out and you're at a campus that isn't yours and we hadn't even launched yet. Uh, the way he teed it up for you mm-hmm. allowed you to hear it, even if it hurt and it didn't make you put the boxing gloves on and wage war against him. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, just, yeah, that, that's, that's helpful to yeah, hear. It was, it was addressing the behavior and not like a character flaw. In mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's good. Thanks for sharing that. I, uh, Ah, uh, man. Now you got to go. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and th- th- this one's not going to come with a surprise uh, for, for, for you guys. I mean, y- you know uh, how much I uh, love to share stories. Uh, and uh, be- being new, again, this was me onboarding. It- it's funny as both of us started talking about what stories we're going to share, like we remember these. And it's probably, uh, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but like these were pretty formative years, you know, mm-hmm. like starting up this campus and still being a young leader and uh, an excited, passionate leader to be doing something new and to be a part of the, the, the leadership structure and system that we have. Uh, it, it's, I'm not surprised we went back to these, but I remember onboarding and having, you know, well, there's conversations, Pastor Chris Rigg, who actually shared this tool with us, mm-hmm. uh, was a part of a, I mean, he was a part of our, our early staff meeting uh, conversations. He was a part of uh, our um, just like info gatherings. Uh, he'd be around town and, and we'd go meet business leaders together. So, I mean, he was kind of, I mean, the easiest way to describe him, like a fly on the wall in a lot of situations yeah. uh, in my first couple of months and really first couple of years of ministry here. And one of my very first uh, pieces of feedback from him, uh, he's always carrying a notebook and just always paying attention. Uh, And he just asked me before I knew this model even existed and what it was all about. We're standing in the back of the worship center. I'll never forget it. We we had this campus. We had bought this building already. But he just pulled me aside and said, "Hey, can I can I share something with you? You know, and I'm this fresh young leader, and I'm you know I'm like eating it up, ready to be like, yeah, yeah, because I was hoping that it was praise, you know. Mm -hmm. And he goes, "Um, "Hey, uh, you you like to talk about yourself a lot," and I and I just just looked at him, you know, like. And, and, and he followed up with clarity. He said, uh, you know, when I observe you meeting with people, uh, you talk about yourself more. This is where the, like the, the clarity, the behavior, you talk about yourself more than asking questions and learning about them. Hmm. Um, and so his consequence, you know, what that does, he said, you appear as though you want to be more interesting than interested, hmm. you know, what do your what do you think your listeners or you know the people on the other end of that conversation are they walking away going man Kyle knows more about me 
are they walking away going, that kid likes to talk about himself. Um, people want to be known. Yeah. People want to be known. And you know, like it was one of those things like I, I want it to be that way. It was a significant blind spot. I had no idea that that was how I was like posturing myself. So his, his ask for continued results with, with me was, Hey, um, do you mind over the next couple of months, would you mind as, as you're in those conversations, would you just take some notes? Uh, to to see how you're are are you are you asking questions are you walking away learning things about people, mm-hmm. and and he didn't want the proof he didn't ask me to give him those notes but he said it's going to be accountability for you when you walk away from two three four five conversations a day, mm. are you walking away with anything, yeah you know besides just maybe a name it's the discipline of yeah retraining your habit in yeah. conversation yeah 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 um and that has I mean it, every once in a while it creeps back in uh but that but that phrase of Hey, Cal, I want you to be more interested than interesting has, has stuck with me ever since. And I've used it uh, with yeah, people. And, and I, and I'm feeling the results, the wake of that, mm. honestly, as, you know, working on your team and, and you're, you know, coaching, guiding me and like you, you ask enough questions of me that you, you'd know what's going on. Sure. Like, um, in a way that I really appreciate. Um, so yeah, I think. I'm feeling the benefit of that crucial conversation. Think think about how fuzzy that'd be if, uh, you know, it, it'd be weird to think because he's the guy that gave us his tool. But but if he would have waited or never had that conversation, um, like just think about how wide that gap would be and how that one small thing, that one small area yeah. of blind spot would have radically changed uh, my impact as a leader. You know, and that, that sounds selfish. It's like me, 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 but that's, but that's not it at all. It's no, just it's like, the, but it's huge. The results. And Absolutely. It, it reminds me too, as you're talking, like you can use this feedback model with positive yeah. things as well. Absolutely. Like, um, Hey, can I share some feedback with you? When you did that the other day, it was incredible. Yeah. And, um, I saw the results in the room as people were hearing what you did and, and then the continued results is like, Hey, would you keep that up? Yeah. Um, could you train some other people, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we jumped to the negative side of this, but you can use it and how powerful would it be if absolutely got in the habit of using it in a positive way too? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, both ways. Yeah, absolutely. It's a two side, it has two sides to the coin. And and I feel the, the tension sometimes of like the speck in your own eye Mm. before removing the log. Um, hey, can I share some feedback when you show up late to practice? You know, if you're giving that kind of a feedback yeah. and you yourself are late or, you know, whatever thing you're sharing that that is a challenge for you, it's important to to do some self-reflection mm-hmm. before. And it doesn't need to be long, but just like, gosh, I, I'm probably seeing this in someone else because it's also something that I'm aware of in my, myself. Yeah. Um, so you can't jump into these conversations just like fully pointing the finger and not also kind of examining yourself. Yep. Um, and sometimes even doing some self-deprecation and saying, I I struggle with this too. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still going to share it with you because like we both need to grow in this area, but, um, yeah, that's an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Cause now there's accountability in that situation and. Even if you're, even if you're gonna stay a putz and continue to be late yourself, <laughs> you still should want that person to be better than you. Even yeah. you know, like it. So don't don't risk because you can't figure it out. And so yeah, if you have yeah. to throw yourself under the bus and maybe continue to even fail in that area, hopefully what you're not failing in is raising them up and asking them because you believe in them. You you, you want to see them get better. Yeah. But yeah, it would be confusing if you did stay 
yeah you know in that habit yourself but yeah, yeah. um so there's that accountability piece Hey, I know. So I, I just was walking through this conversation uh, with somebody the other day and I, and I recognized in the middle of the conversation with them that this this isn't a one size fits all. Like you said, it's not always in negative uh, situations or just broken situations It can definitely be used during positive ones. Mm-hmm. But even sometimes like this tool doesn't make sense. And so, yeah, somebody might make a decision or somebody might have a behavior that they're living in. And uh, th- this approach just isn't the the approach to go after. And so just real quick, one, one that, that I would share, it's it's not uh, it, 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 it doesn't have a graph. It doesn't have steps per se, but just one simple question that uh, has uh, has just created some green space and some margin in relationships, some margin in performance as I'm meeting with people uh, for me is, Hey, can you help me understand why you made that decision? Hmm. Um, you know, because uh, you, usually, uh, usually when we're giving feedback, um, it will lean towards negative, but at the same time, I would say this would e- even go towards the positive side of things. Uh, it, it, it we, we want to know why they did. Why, yeah. why, why did why did you throw that party on a Sunday morning? You know, because uh, I, I want to do the same thing. I want to know how, why you celebrated that. Give me some context there. But at the same time, if it's if it's something is broken, hey, why'd you make that decision to do this? Yeah. Um, as a leader, what 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 we're doing is uh for for me, and I think this is true for everybody. It starts to deflate if it's in a negative situation uh, or broken situation. It starts to deflate our emotions, um, and we're we're not coming in hot. We're going to learn something. We can still help course correct them if there needs to be course correction. But it's giving them the opportunity uh, to, to be able to answer uh, why they did it. So it's, it's, it's kind of a the similar approach in the sense you're stating behavior that they did. But instead of going after the consequences right away, because the consequences might just be you ticked me off. Sure. You know, because we don't know they, why they did it yet. Or they might just be unclear. We, we might yeah. have a sense of like. Wow, that was confusing to me. Absolutely. You know, some assumptions in the model we just shared is that like we've seen the behavior and we've seen the results. Yeah. And we're wanting to help connect the dots for this person, but sometimes it's not that clear. Yep. Um or we're or it's just better to share that as a as a lead in mm-hmm. to um the, you the question you shared of like can you help me understand why you did that? Yeah. Um is like gaining clarity. It could be a setup prior to giving feedback, sure. or could be in place of giving feedback. Just just learning more, because yeah, we we go into these kind of conversations with assumptions. Yep, that can sometimes backfire. Yeah, just as you were saying that, one more word that has, uh, and it's a Pastor Chris word. It's a Pastor Chris phrase. It, it might not be his, uh, but but he's used it a lot, even with me. Um, hey, it's 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 confusing. Uh, and he'll f- finish the sentence. You know, it, it's confusing to me why you did that when you said this, or it's confusing to me why you did that when you did this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so kind of, kind of pitting uh, a behavior with a, uh, you know, a, against a statement or vice versa, or, you know, maybe two behaviors that uh, he's watched in people. And so that word confusing can also just be um, something again, that can help deflate, but it, it all, it just, it tees up the situation for the person's heart to still be the target they're uh you know like we're asking them to to become a part of the process help me understand what's going on in your heart and your mind mm-hmm. um and i'll be honest there, there's times um uh when, when i've done that uh, or or even when it's been done to me when somebody's asked that question uh hey can can it, this is confusing or hey can uh can you help explain this decision where i didn't have a good answer mm-hmm. um or you know and i, I kind of just stuttered through or or i 
you know, uh, BS'd my way through it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's clear then to the other person, like, oh man, you were just spontaneous, you were careless, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they can walk through some other, okay, so how do we, how do we stop that behavior? How do we change it? Yeah. It's like an invitation to self-reflection yeah. and maybe that reflection hasn't happened. Maybe Correct. it wasn't intentional. Maybe I can be as your leader, you know, a, a helper yeah. to guide you through some of that self-reflection Correct. that you're not seeing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, uh, as, as we wrap up here, uh, just want to remind all of you, uh, hopefully you're still listening at this point. Uh, <laughs> but you know, we, we really believe, uh, the, the, the healthier we get, uh, the healthier our teams get, our, our relationships get. Um, and so let's continue to put the time and energy into it. Uh, none of us are going to arrive at a place where we're content with our leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just keep tagging this back to Jesus himself, uh, uh, said work to believe, uh, you know, like we, we, uh, many of us, if not all of us have a relationship, we know Jesus, we've been walking with him for a while, but Jesus still says, Hey, every single day, it's that sanctification process, work, give the Holy spirit room, work to believe. And like, how careless is it of us if we separate that model, that understanding from our leadership and just like, I've arrived, I'm somewhere, I'm good enough. Or, you know, like I, I got the position, you know, mm-hmm. let's continue to work to be a healthier, stronger, better leader. Yeah. Uh, it, it makes a difference. It makes a difference in all areas, but especially in the kingdom. So absolutely. Yeah. Hey, thanks again for joining us. Uh, we hope to catch you on the next podcast that we record.